Welcome to a Geek's Depression Podcast, Episode 5, Part 1, Top 10 Video Games. I'm your host, Kevin. As you can tell by the title, today we are doing our Top 10 Video Games. And by we, I mean myself and my brother, Pete. Welcome, Pete. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Oh, no problem. Uh, Pete is my brother. As like I said earlier, we uh, do uh, D&D together. We have two different campaigns we play in. He actually runs one of them, which is really nice because I don't like running them if I don't have to. He's also a fellow video gamer, hence he's on the topic with me. So we're going to start off with honorable mentions first. So we'll get right into this. Uh, I will concede to Pete as the guest. Sure. Uh, my first honorable mention is uh, a game, old school computer game called Dungeon Keeper 2. Um, that is a uh, dungeon building game where you uh, you have different types of monsters and diff- different types of rooms that you have to build throughout the dungeon. Um, uh, the rooms themselves give you different bonuses. They allow you to grow and advance your monster types. And uh, at some point, your dungeon is invaded by uh, by the good. Uh, knights of the realm essentially you play you play a bad guy and um, it has a, a very strong humor element to it which I think is really is, is fun that you really don't see a whole lot in uh, games today um, but it, it brings back a lot of nostalgia for me it was one of my first real computer games that I ever had access to when I was a kid all right well for my first one I'm going with tra- uh, trails of cold steel I would have put this higher I loved the game I liked that when I love when games make me break off and use multiple characters because then you're not going by the end of the game going, I've got 18 characters, but I only play these six. So you never use those other ones. You never get to see how they like. This is one of those games that forces you to do it. I love it. The story was great. The only reason it's not higher is because it's the first of four and only one and two so far are in America and three and four don't know what's going on with them, so I really didn't want to push this one that high without, you know, because then you don't get the whole completion of this story. But it's very, it, if you enjoy it, it's a good, great role-playing game. Cool. My next one is the Magic the Gathering series for the uh, for computer. Uh, I usually have it on my Steam account. I have several different editions of it. Um, the reason why I, it's on my list to begin with is that I, you know, I enjoy the trading card game aspect of playing these types of games, but it's, you know, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, Kevin, it's kind of a money sink to actually buy the cardboard um, if you're going to keep up with all the new releases that come out. Um, it's just, Sadly, it's, yes. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of those hobbies that is just, for me, it's a little too expensive for my palate, but having it on the PC, um, you know, you, you get to play it um, through a lot of different packs and you get to experience the, the game itself and the lore and read the, uh, the flavor text and have all the fun um, without really worrying about you know, breaking the bank on it. So that's why that's on my honorable mention. Okay, my next honorable mention is a great one from the Super NES, Zelda, Link to the Past. Personally, my favorite Zelda I know everyone loves Ocarina of Time and that other one. I just never got into those two for some reason. I just always loved Link to the Past. I thought it was great. I loved the dual worlds that were, you know, mirror images of themselves. I mean, and it being one of the earliest Super Nintendo games, if I'm correct. It was just, it was a fun game. I just can't come up with any good words. I mean, it's Zelda. you got to have at least one on your list, in my theory, but... Can't force everyone's list, obviously. 
Now I feel like I'm going to be disappointing you because I don't have Zelda on my list anywhere. Ah, <laughs> I, never, I never had a 64 growing up, so I never got to experience a whole bunch of the Zelda until I got to Wii. Um, anyhow, my, my last um, honorable mention is God of War for the, uh, the PlayStation platform, um, the various PlayStation platforms. I, uh, I've just always loved the mythology aspect of, uh, of ancient history, um, whether it be Greco-Roman, whether it be um, Nordic, whether it be Celtic. I, I always find that it's, it's just a very interesting uh, topic to, to read about and to, to play in. So getting to experience the different panth- the pantheon of different gods uh, through the game God of War by playing you know, a Spartan, um, it was just a really cool experience. And I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to the new installment that's coming out in the coming months, uh, which is actually uh, God of War again, but it's, um, uh, it's all Norse and um, Celtic. Uh, themed this, oh, the, time, uh, this time around. The fourth one, yes. Yeah, so it's, I'm really excited. I've actually, I almost never pre-order games, and this is a game that I pre-ordered, so um, I, that'll tell you <laughs> how uh, looking forward to it I am. Yeah, I actually just picked up, because I bought a Vita, as the listeners know, because I said it last show, um, I picked up a Vita, and I picked up the God of War collection, which has one and two on it. So I started playing through it. I, I had messed with them before, and they weren't bad. It was just... I mean, I have so many games. Like, making this top ten list was hard enough as it is, mm-hmm. let alone the time to play half these games <laughs> on right, my right. list. So, But for my last honorable mention, it comes from the Sega Saturn. It's called Dragon Force. Very fun game. You, you're pretty much... You pick a group to try to take over the whole continent. I want to say it's been a little while to remember the exact number. I want to say it was like six, maybe seven groups you could choose from. Each one had a little strength in some type, and you would actually build up these armies. You'd, you know, you'd make like a hundred samurai or a hundred dragons, which were the dragons were just overpowered, like nothing beating. You get a hundred dragons, you just roll through the game. But you could do a hundred samurais, hundred archers, things like that, and you actually would fight up against. A group that maybe a hundred of them or maybe eighty, and the you know you'd base it out. I would I would almost go more of a you know like one style was generally better versus another style. It was great because then with you picking whatever starting point you want, it alters the way you play the map and how you want to go through and decide how you want to play. It's a great game. I've played it, beat it a couple times actually, and there's. That's probably the one thing about a good chunk of my games on here. I've beaten them multiple times usually. Well, nah, not all of them, but because some of them are just hard. <laughs> <laughs> They're just great, but hard. So that brings us to the official top ten for me, and I believe for Pete also. So starting at your number ten. Number ten, I have the Mass Effect series. Uh, yes, even the more recent ones that got so... Um such bad PR for their endings. Um, I, I, you know, I personally I tend to lean towards low to high fantasy style games rather rather than um, science fiction. Um, but the Mass Effect series, the, the RPG, the story, um, the the ability to make choices that affected how the game progressed. Uh, yes, I, I understand what I'm saying. Um, 
given the the last two games, but still the the first one, um, you know, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Not usually a shooter fan, um, but but Mass Effect I think handled that really well with the um, the compilation of both shooting mechanics as well as the the bionics, which was sort of uh, you know futuristic magic almost, if you will. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that series. Yeah, and I played that. I played. I beat the first one and started a second one. And again, the running theme with me and most of my games. Some other games popped up and got in the way. Um, I can't say anything too bad about them. They, they reminded me of the old school uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which I believe it was the same company and same makeup of it. So hence the reason why they're very similar. But, so my number 10 is actually a sports game. I know sports games on number 10s on top 10 lists are very rare unless you're doing top 10 sports games. <laughs> um, Tecmo Super Bowl for the NES. Ah, that man, I remember putting hours into that game, playing, playing. I knew the perfect route with my character to get through and sack almost every time it was a pass. Because you could just wedge yourself right between two of the linemen if you timed it right. And you could get him back and sack him. I mean, after game one, I'm walking out with 16 sacks. I mean, if anyone who knows understands football, that's usually what you get in a season if you're lucky. <laughs> that's a great season. Uh, used to one of the other reasons why I loved it is it was one of the few games that me and my brother actually played together. I don't know, so was, now it's all sentimental and stuff. But uh, you know, it was one of the few games he, I, he would take his team, the 49ers. Boo! I took the Redskins, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to go boo to. But we would try to play through the whole season. Sad part is we always would try, but we never, I don't think, ever made it through a full season together. I think I made it through a full. I've made it through a couple full seasons on my own, but not when we were playing together. Uh, man, but I've had some moments where that game made me. Oh, I got so mad at it sometimes. Barry Sanders would just run all over you, and that was always the first game. I mean, I can remember the schedule that that season was. The first game for the Redskins was Barry Sand was Detroit Lions and Barry Sanders. If you did not pick pick the running play that you catch him, he's gone. You couldn't stop him. There's two people, him and Dave Mega from the Giants. If they got loose, you were not catching either one of them. Um, which, of course, if you also know anything about football, the Redskins played the Giants two times a season. So, sadly, that was where that game landed. All right, you know that I know nothing about football. I, I am very anti-sports ball in my, my old age now. I think the last time I, I played a, uh, a sports-flavored game even was, must have been late 90s, early 2000s, playing uh, one of the old NHL editions with my cousins. I'm not going to lie. I would, if you ask me to go through the, my favorite sports games, most of them are going to come from Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Sega Genesis. I think the only game that I even care about at this current point that's current is usually MLB The Show, but that's because I'm a huge baseball guy. Sure. But it's not enough to make the top ten list. That's for sure. Nine. All right. So uh, for number nine that I have on my list is in, uh, another old uh, PC game called Hexen Two. Um, Hexen Two is uh, you pick a class. It's a, sort of a high fantasy style game. You pick a class. Uh, it could be cleric, warrior, wizard, uh, necromancer, that kind of thing. Um, and you'd run around with you know, your starting weapon, which you could upgrade through finding different um, 
versions of the weapon throughout the various maps. You could also increase the amount of weapons you had. Uh, I would almost liken it to Doom, um, just a you know fantasy version instead of science fiction. Um, lots of puzzles, traps, um, you know, challenging bosses, and of course for the 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 young me at the time, the, the various cheat codes that you could enter to uh, just you know go balls to the wall, <laughs> God mode style, uh, no clips, all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, lots of good memories. Um, playing Hex and 2 with my friends. Ah, cheat codes. I remember those things. That's actually where we got the uh, secret code title from, was cheat codes. A lot of this generation doesn't know that. They just, if they play on a computer, they've just modded it, which to me, sometimes those are just kind of fancier cheat codes <laughs> for people that know what they're doing, which is not me. But I, th I know I've heard of that game. I do not believe I've actually played it. It's a lot of fun. You should check it out. I mean, uh, a lot of that fun for me, again, is nostalgia. But um, I, I, graphically, of course, it doesn't hold up to anything that we have today. But, um, you know, it's, it's fun. I'll be the, one of the first things I'll tell anyone that's listening if I ever start reviewing more games or anything like that. Graphics is never my top decision. Graphics and sound are usually, they're on the list. you got to entertain it, but they're never that high for me. For my number nine, it's Fallout 3. I know, it's basically similar to all the other Fallouts and old, you know, Skyrim and all those type games. I enjoyed it. I like, for some reason, I'm normally a medieval type person. I like Dungeons & Dragons. I like that mythical time. I don't know why, but for some reason, I enjoyed Fallout 3, more modern type, versus... You know, the storm winds and things like that. I mean, they're all great games. I love that when I was playing Fallout 3, my roommate at the time, he was playing it. I went out and sat down with him, right? Watched him play a little bit. I'm like, and I'm sitting there going, what are you doing? Where are you at? Because the games are so huge, you could do that. You could go, I mean, I told him about a quest I did he had never heard of. He was doing quests I've never heard of. I mean, it's just, they're so they're so huge. And they're fun because you do get to kind of choose why you want to go through the game. You're not forced to go, this is the linear path, this is what you got to go. No, you know you're eventually going to get to that ending, but you got to get to it first, which is one of the things I, you know, love about that style game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I played, I never played 3, I will admit, but I did play the hell out of New Vegas and, and 4 as well. Uh, New Vegas was, in my opinion, superior out of those two. I'm actually just, just restarted a melee build on that uh, last week. I, I don't get I don't get the New Vegas. I, everyone loves it. I, for some reason, it just didn't grab me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was going from such a high from 3 to New Vegas. I was expecting a little... Maybe I was expecting more from it, and that's what hurt it in my list. I mean, I don't want to say it was bad, but it never, it never cracked. It'll never crack past three for me. Let me ask: Did you did you play the DLCs as well, or just the original? No, game? I did not do the DLCs. See, that's that for me. That's a big aspect of why I like New Vegas so much. The, is the, the DLCs, the various ones. I think I'm sure that I picked them up for on the cheap on a Steam sale. Yeah. Um, you know, somewhere along the lines, and they they really add a lot to the game. Um, as you know, the, Beth the Bethesda DLCs generally do, um, but especially for New Vegas, you get some pretty interesting storylines, some interesting items. Uh, you get to meet new people, try out new um, aspects of your character build that you may not have tried previously. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to pick that one up. Yeah, another game. 
<laughs> More time. All right, so for me, uh, number eight, I have Assassin's Creed, uh, specifically Black Flag. Um, I never really played the first two or three Assassin's Creeds. Uh, I've more been on the tail end of that development, um, you know, most recently finishing Origins, but uh, which is a great game in and of itself. But uh, Black Flag is by far my favorite Assassin's Creed uh, style game. I mean, you get to be a pirate, you get to sail the high seas, capture ships, sink them, murder people from the shadows as an assassin, uh, shoot people with flintlocks. I mean, it, it is the perfect game. I, I absolutely love Black Flag. Um, I've played it to death. I've played it several times over, trying out different methodologies, um, character builds, and so to speak, but um, I, I just, I never get tired of it. It's a game I could pick up year after year and do, you know, do a playthrough every year. And, and for our listeners out there, um, Pirates is a big thing to Pete. Yes. Um, Pete actually, loves pirates. Yes, Pete loves pirates. One of our campaigns, we're playing for D&D, we're essentially pirates. We, well, definitely I, am, I am definitely a pirate. Yeah. Flint, my character, Flint, is a uh, Dagger Master rogue, for those of you who've played 4th Edition, um, which is what that game is. Um, and we've been playing at God for three years now, that campaign or so. It's, I believe it's been, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a, been a trip. Um, and I don't even know when. I don't see an ending in sight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> right now we're, I think, 20 years in our own past, <laughs> screwing the timelines. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty insane. But my character, Flint, is... Um, is essentially a pirate captain, um, <laughs> and he's quite proud of that. Um, but he's built up quite a reputation and a little armada of ships over the uh, over the years. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed, I don't know why I don't get into them, because I do generally enjoy the stealth-based games, because they make you think a little bit more what you're doing. For some reason, I've played multiple Assassin's Creeds. I played one, I played... I don't know, the revolutionary one, I believe. I played a little bit of it. I played a little bit, I mean, of two. I just don't know what it is. I just cannot get into them. I don't know. Maybe the story feels lacking for me, in my personal opinion. I'm not sure. But, again, it's always on that. If I ever finish my games, it may be a game I go back to try again. But who knows. So it's my turn for number eight. My turn for number eight is from the Sega Genesis. Shining Force 2 it was a tough choice between 2 and 1, but I liked 2 more. And I want to explain something. There was tactic games before Final Fantasy Tactics, people. Because apparently that's the only tactic game ever made, because that's what everyone compares all tactic games to. It's not. It, you know, I never even got into the Final Fantasy Tactics too much. I own a copy of it, so I do want to eventually mess with it more, but... Yeah, no, I love Shining Force. I love having that you have a lot of people you can choose from. That way you can make it a little more customizable. And I love that you can put, I th- was it 2, 4, 6, 8, 10? I think 12 characters you can have on the field once you get up to it on max. I love that. I, I think more characters just lets you have more fun with things. One, the one character route for me is not my highest thing in the world but i mean if he can have more i tend generally like it more i mean have you uh what what should what do you bet you in tactics games 
I can't say that I've really played a whole lot of tactics games. I mean, I play real-time you know, RTS, real-time strategy-style games. Uh, you know, Might and Magic um, 7 is the current one that I'm messing around with every now and then. Um, Black Guards I played a little bit of as well. Hmm. So I think we believe we're at number 7 there, Pete. Right. So for me, um, I've got uh, Final Fantasy VIII as my number 7. Um, you know, it, it's... In the gaming communities that I've been involved in throughout my life, I feel like it's one that's overlooked a little bit. Um, you know, you've got Seven, which is sort of a gold standard version of one of the you know, old school Final Fantasy games. Uh, yeah, not everybody's the same fan, of course. <laughs> um, but for, for Eight, I really loved the the atmosphere. It had more of a gothic feel to it. Um, plus, you had the uh, the trading card game, uh, mini game aspect of it. Um, it was definitely one of my favorite um, installments of the Final Fantasy franchise for PlayStation. Sadly, I'm with the. I guess I'm with the majority here, of not a fan of that one. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Final Fantasy is great. I mean, and it wasn't a horrendous game, but literally it was one game I never even made it. I never even I made it maybe halfway through the game. Sure. So I can't say that maybe it's better than the rest of the game because it was a four disc game. I believe I made it to the very end of the second disc. And my characters just couldn't win, so I was like, all right, I'm done. Because <laughs> I wasn't enjoying the game as much as I would love to. Um, you're right on the seven thing, and there are fans that love it and the fans that do not love it. I, you know, I mean, seven was decent, but definitely not my favorite. But, you know, more to come on that. Or if you've actually paid attention and listened to my very first podcast, you already know what my top one is. So it's not going to be as exciting for most people. <laughs> So, for me, my number seven is Mega Man 2. Again, if anyone that personally knows me knows I love Mega Man. I'm a big Mega Man guy. And I know it's at seven, but it was what brought me into the series. And I would love to put put it higher, but I believe the games in front of it have more value and meaning to me in general, which may sound weird when you hear some of them. But, yeah, Mega Man was the first Mega Man of the series. I remember getting that. And I remember three coming out, and I remember going, I want it for Christmas, Mom, Dad, Mom, Dad, can I get three? And I remember opening that one up, and the way they had it, they put it in the box, they put it in a shoebox. Well, there was two games on top. It was the original Mega Man, which, okay, that's, that game's just hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you've ever played the first Mega Man, it's just hard. But it was a good starting point. And Fester's Quest, which is not on my list. Sorry. But, uh, and then my parents had hidden three under some tissue paper in the same box. I threw the box to the side, and my parents <laughs> were like, uh, you might want to look in that box again. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then I got three. Uh, the saddest part about Mega Man 2 for me is I never beat it, but I made it to the very last boss. I made it to Wiley's final version, but I had to go somewhere. See, back in the days, kids, you just couldn't just save it wherever the heck you wanted. <laughs> It kind of just like you started over. Yeah. You know, they, they were like, hey, the best we can give you is up to this stage with this code. But, yeah. So I remember trying to fight them and having problems because I also didn't fully understand how to kill them right off the bat. And then when I finally figured it out, it was, you know, I had lost one life. And I was trying to get in there the second time and just never made it. <sighs> Sad tear. <laughs> Uh, on my number six, 
Uh, on my list for number six, I have uh, the Diablo franchise. I really couldn't pick between them. Um, <laughs> it's, it's that was a very hard thing for me to do, so I just decided to just put the franchise itself up there. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed playing one when I was a kid. Two. Um, I played through a couple times, but um, for me, I didn't really have a good internet access when I was a kid, so um, playing online wasn't really an option for me so much. And I played the hell out of three um, when it came out, even up until the you know the most recent Necromancer um, release. Um, and for those of my uh, you know my friends who I've played with uh, for for years and years, know that my call sign you know whenever you get to create your your character's name and whatever is always Tyrael. Um, I mean, man, watching uh, the that first CG with Tyrael in D two um, in the tomb in the desert. Oh man, it was just I, I just it was awesome. I, <laughs> that's like a crazy nostalgia moment for me. Um, I, I just I still am in awe of that particular scene every time I see it. Um, and to this day, I still use Ty or Tyrael um, as my call sign for most of the games that I play. Sadly, I did not get to play one or two. I really. I never. I'm not the hugest on the computing games versus consoles. I've always been a more console player. I did play the hell out of the most recent Diablo, but and I've actually played. I've actually played it on three different systems now <laughs> because I get it, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to upgrade it, and I'm going to upgrade it. Right. So I mean, I've beaten it on my. I've beaten went through the game once on uh, my computer. I've gone through the game a couple times on my. Uh, consoles, but I mean, I could totally see the fun in it. I mean, it's not the most complex of games, but it, it's fun. And then, like I said, that's really what you're all looking for when we're playing these games. So, my uh, number six is Borderlands 2. I, like I said, and it's a shocker that, you know, Mega Man 2 is behind Borderlands 2, but I don't know what it is. I just love it. Uh, Borderlands, the first one, was okay in my part. I think the stuff they did in 2, they gave it, you know, more goofiness. You know, the bad guy was was a thousand times better. You you felt like you were actually doing something more in Borderlands 2. It, the story actually wasn't too bad, and the kind of twist they threw in there was pretty decent. And, like we were talking earlier with the DLC on some games... The DLC in this, in Borderlands 2, Tiny Tina's is by far one of my favorite DLCs ever. If, you know, it, it was actually, it actually had heart if you, when you, if you played the whole thing. And if you played any other games, role-playing or other that, you will find multiple, multiple jokes in it. Multiple different little, you know, genre, you know, hilariousness in there i mean who want doesn't want was it 480 bazillion or gazillion or trazillion guns or something they said <laughs> which really technically is i don't know if that's real or not but you know, there was a lot of game guns in it and then like i said then you then they're like oh okay you beat it once now you can go through a true fold hunter mode it's a little harder this time <laughs> so it's like okay and I even killed it with the hardest guy, in my personal opinion, which I know people are going to disagree with me on, but I did it with zero, and I built him up as a sniper, so fighting the final boss wasn't as easy for me. Uh, I found a little trick to do it, but, you know, we'll just leave it at that. I did win. So that 
will get us to the end of the first part of the top 10 video games. I'm going to leave you with a quick closing statement of that thegeeksdepression.com is out there, Facebook. We do have Twitter. We don't use it often. Um, if people do start requesting Twitter, I will start going to it more often. But definitely Facebook is probably one of the better ways to uh, find me. And if you really need to, you know, hit a, give me a like out there. It just makes me feel a little bit better, and, you know, I smile a little bit more. And we really want that for me. <laughs> so, all right, we'll be back with part two here shortly. Thanks. <laughs>